Huh. Not bad, you beat me here, huh? Well, welcome to part two. But before we get started, I have a confession to make. It wasn't Tracy's fault. I know, I blame a lot of stuff on her. But I had thought I'd have to get that out there and clear the air. It wasn't her fault. But it is a long story. Anyways, enjoy part two. So uh, they, they grab him. Oh, it's like... And it's immediate. It's almost like yeah, he's like blowing a whistle. He's like... Beep, beep, get this man. Get this man. Like six people, six men with like all hazmat suits. <laughs> they put him in like this body bag. A hazmat <laughs> body bag, like on a roller or something. I was like, is he dead? Like dead man funny. walking. They like, shove the him in this body bag and zip him up and they like drag him away. Right. And then they start to evacuate everyone else. They're like, everyone else, like file out. We're evacuating you on buses to the next town. So everyone else is on buses. And, um, you know, quickly, like they have a TV on the bus. And this is when you start to see that uh, there's news playing and the, the, the news and we're watching American news, which is interesting. Um, there's an American uh, like news reporter saying that there was a military guy who was there on the scene and who that lost an arm. It was one of the guys that was also trying to help yeah. save people, but lost an arm and they showed a picture of him and they were like, and uh, in a matter of moments, basically he broke out and bumps all over Highs, his body. Yeah. And they were like, so you know, we believe that this monster is a host of a deadly new virus. Okay. So uh, everyone on the bus is watching the television and they're all like, oh shit. And then the very next scene quickly, I, which is a little bizarre to me because they snatch Gongdu away really fast and the family's all on this bus, but now they're all in the hospital together standing with Gongdu. And they're all like, uh, well, there can't be a big deal because the doctors are walking around with no masks. So, like, what's going on? Gongdu's itching all over. Is it in his mind or is it a real thing? We don't know. But he's like, he's like, I feel like I'm all itchy. And they're like, shut up, shut up. Nothing's <laughs> yeah. wrong with you. Yeah. And um, and then the doctor comes by. What? Okay. No, go ahead. The doctor comes by and he's like, oh, you were there and you you got blood on yourself. He's like, do me a favor. Don't eat a don't eat a thing because you're going to have a lot of tests tomorrow. And um, and then it's funny because then the next scene just gets a little bit more into the silliness or like Gangdu's personality where he's like, I don't give a fuck what you tell me. He like has a little can of food that he's like sneaking and eating in the middle of the night while he's laying on a cot next to all these other people, basically awaiting their tests the next morning. Um, and uh, while he's doing that, he gets he hears a phone ring. His phone rings. His phone rings. And, and this is a major up. moment of the movie. Yeah picks it up and it's his daughter calling him but it's like it's not a really good connection so he can barely hear her yeah um so and so he's yeah. like he's like sonio is that you is that you and she's telling him where she is and and it's like but she keeps breaking out and she goes out. i'm in a sewer yeah and she goes my battery's about to die and remember she made fun of how bad and old <sighs> and crappy her phone is so she's yeah. on that shitty phone and she's like, Dad, I'm in a sewer. I'm alive. I'm alive. And he's like, am I hearing a ghost? Am I crazy or is this real? <laughs> and it's a really sad and beautiful and horrible scene because it's dark. He's, he's, it's and quiet. he's out of it. He's and, out of it. Yeah. Right. Like, it's very, very sad. So um, anyway, the, and sh it ends with like, Dad, I can't get out. And then her phone dies. Yeah. So it's and then sad. next scene is like this. I guess one of the, the government officials in their truck and they're spraying like the bridge area with this like um pesticide mm -hmm. Pe yeah it's pesticide truck right uh, they call it a disinfectant but it looks like a pesticide sure truck. Yeah, it's, it's like, like just a white spraying. Yeah, spraying this white smoke whatever thing everywhere 
Yeah, and, and now monster makes an appearance again. Does well, acrobatics. So this is actually this is actually like a quintessential like horror movie scene, right? Like you've got a couple dudes in one of the trucks, the disinfectant trucks, and they get out, and the guys are getting rather close to the water's edge underneath one of the bridges, uh, underneath the main bridge, and the other guy's like, dude. Get back in the car. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, he found money. And he was like, going to get that money. And that money caused him his life because he's like, as soon as he stands up, he's like, I found a dollar or whatever it is. You see, this is the first time you see what I was talking about earlier. The monster doing the like, basically it hangs from its tail and then it uses its like centrifugal force to like flip around and then grab it by its next arms and then swing around. It's the coolest. I think that was the coolest thing about this monster. Was like you learned how to do that? Nimble it yeah. was. But yeah, and like it, no one's ever seen it done before. Yeah. But all of a sudden the first time it does it, it does it perfectly. So it, 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 it like comes and guy. it takes the guy. Thing. Yeah, and, and then, then it what? slams down and full like fucking slams their truck flat, yeah. and so the other guy standing on the outside of it just staring like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so again, kind of ridiculous and silly. And then jumps in the water, and then we follow where it's going. Like it's like a little, uh, I don't Pathway. know, hive or whatever that it's going to, like yeah. its home, and where he has taken all of his. You know, victims. victims. Yeah, so he drops him in in the sewer, and we'll yeah. call it a sewer. This, yeah. But really, what it is is like it's a. Uh, I don't even know. Like, uh, like imagine, um, imagine right? Like imagine, uh, just like you can't get out, <laughs> but it's a huge divot in this uh, concrete. You know, I don't know, big it's, rectangular area like that's like several like, feet down. Yeah, it's like something they made just in case there's an overflow overflow, uh, overflow, yeah, overflow of the river i would imagine yeah, that's yeah, correct yeah and um and there is like as you would also if you can picture it like a hole in the wall so that you could kind of crawl into the hole or water would kind of get up in which there where too. our heroine is which is yeah. where hyun su is yeah. and um so she's hiding in there and he drops the guy into the sewer and you see him um, and there's other people like all other not, dead people i don't know if they're they were all dead, dead. Were they, were yeah they, they were all dead yeah, yeah. so they're all dead and hansu is the only one who's alive and so she's hiding and the other bodies are building up and um so clearly it's like it's reserving these as like uh, a meal for later and uh she runs like right over squirrel. Huh? It's like a squirrel. It's like a squirrel. It's like gathering. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so she's smart enough to run over to each body that this thing drops into to search for a phone. But unfortunately, she never finds one. She finds one. They're well, just dead. Not, not at yeah. this point. Yeah. The yeah, phone's yeah. dead. Yeah. Um, so we now go see uh, Gangdu is telling the hospital police officer on site that, you know, his daughter called him. And the this happens many times throughout the movie where he's telling people that his dead daughter. I First of all, again, the writing was driving me bananas. When people say things the way that no one would say them in real life, like he goes, my daughter died. I saw her die, but she called me. So then immediately it's like, no, that's not how you would say that, though. Translation. I don't know, though, because, no, the whole conversation then goes like this. So you're telling me you watched your daughter die? And he's like, yes. And then they're like, but now you're telling us that she called you. Yes. It's like, okay, you're crazy. So then they, uh, this whole thing happens where Gangdu, from here forward, is never taken seriously. And it's the most maddening part of the movie, Okay. You have a little tiny girl that's trapped in a place with no food, no water, no access, anything. Dead bodies around and a monster coming and dropping in every once in a while. And no one believes her father, which is awful. Okay. Yet it's ridiculous because everybody makes fun of him, says he's crazy, has a screw loose. He's at a doofus, da, da, da. Right. So like all of his personality characteristics are playing against him. Yeah. So anyway, um, 
he sneaks out <laughs> because he's realizing he's hitting a wall. The whole family gets whole in a family, getaway, yeah, car. getaway car. Um, long story short, I don't know how fucking granddad like knows these people, but he knows this group of like some tough ass dudes that they get driven to in the middle of some like trash dump or whatever. And they're like, you owe us blank for the van, blank for the guns, blank for the city map or the sewer map. You owe us $12,000 for the trouble that, you know, you've put us through. I want to know people like that. I don't know if you know people like that, but if I ever get in a heap of trouble, I don't know anybody like that. The mob. The mob, I guess. Um, so basically, they've now gotten um, away as a family. It, we skipped a whole big chase scene. The whole entire hospital's chasing after them, but they get a, they get away by the skin of their teeth. And they, uh, they essentially now have a white disinfectant van yeah. that this mafia group gave them, which is going to allow the same, them... The same type of truck those two guys were in. That the two, right. Yeah. So this truck is going to allow them to get into the um, uh, quarantined area so that they can go start searching for Hyunsu themselves since no one else is allowing, is doing it for them, right? And um, while they're in this van, there's also a television in the van and they see themselves on the news. So the entire Korean government is like, these people are wanted. They're going to they're going to spread the virus. They are terrible human beings. They're terrorists. That's exactly right. Which, again, um, something I read was that you have this whole dynamic of like family. What? Oh, I'm breaking out. No, no. The mic. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you have um, you have a family trying to do all they can, and this tragedy has brought them together. And this is kind of what we were alluding to before. Like, however fucked up they were, they're all like trying to pull together to do what's right for a family. Yeah. And the government is thwarting all efforts. So this movie is definitely making a huge statement about um, oppression, government oppression, and uh, you know, because at some point during this scene, I want to say it was. The daughter or uh, uh, the aunt, daughter, whatever you want to call her, Namju, she's like, I don't even believe that there's really a virus because, look, Gangdu's not getting sick at all. And the grandfather says, if the government says so, it is. So that's like a really interesting little scene and dynamic of like, you know, an an older person believing, older generation believing whatever. mm -hmm, And like listening to the military, whereas other people believe that you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Right. So it's a bit, it's, it's, classic, a, right? it's a big statement yeah. too. Um, so they've got guns, they've got like fucking masks and they sneak past, they get to um, the biohazard checkpoint, right? Right. Where like trucks are either allowed in or not allowed in to the, the river area. And uh, they get stopped by a dude. Do you remember this? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it's pretty interesting because you think that they're going to get caught. And I even thought that the guy like noticed who they were. Wait, in the sewer? No, no, no. So, like, right when they get to the biohazard checkpoint in their van, remember Gangdu, like, has covered up his hair because he has frosted tips, and, you know, they have their hoods down. Oh, yeah, they yeah, their yeah, masks yeah, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. like, we're here to spray disinfectant. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah. he goes, well, why are you here so late? Anyway, they get through. Well, let's just cut to the chase. And they get gives through. Him, the, the grandfather gives him something, a bag. That's what I was wondering. Like, what right. did he get? Oh, he. Oh no, I know it's what it was. Money, it's a it change. was the change, the change that yeah. Gangdu was. He goes. Was, he goes. Here, let us through, and this is all I can give you. And the guy's clearly taking like, what's it's a bribe, not a bribe. A bribe? Oh, it's kind of, right? It's a bribe, right? Whatever. He's paying him off yeah. to let them through, and he goes, "Here's all I can give you for now." And he hands it to him. And he speeds away, and the guy opens it, and it's Gangdu's it's the, like change, change bucket yeah. that he's saving for Hansu's <laughs> yeah. phone. So they get through, and um. 
basically they are this is on the, the other ri- side of, well, they're at the river the, yeah, yeah. So they're driving with a map of all the sewer systems and they're going the, this is a large part of the movie they are checking every nook and cranny they can find to try to find Hyunsu. And um, and also there's certain scenes Which, where... So, there's like five points of the sewer system yeah. that, that, that circled on the map that where that could be. Like her signal came from and where Well, not that, yet. Yeah, yeah. That happens way later. No, no, no. But that's, they look at the map. Sure. No, yeah. I know, I know, I know. But at this point, they, they're like all over the place. They're blindly yeah. looking and it's really hard. They're getting exhausted. They're getting like <laughs> at one point they're, they're driving. Everyone else is in the car except for Gong Doos. He's like traveling behind the van and th- the dad is like spraying the disinfectant. And they're all like, this is terrible for him. And they're like, he goes, Gong Doos afraid that <laughs> if he sees his daughter, he's going to infect her with whatever virus that the military is saying he has. So he's <laughs> spraying his whole entire body, mouth, eyes, everything with this disinfectant spray. So it's kind of like a montage of search party, right? <laughs> At one point, they hear something above. It's a really scary scene. You think that the monster is about to drop down, and all it is is a drip kind of coming from the bridge above. And they do start shooting at it, but there's nothing there. Um, and what there is there is we get introduced to a new group of people. It's a an older brother and a younger brother. Yeah. All right. They're kids. They're kids. Yeah. And um, and you see them. <laughs> they're right above them on the bridge when they start shooting. When like Gong Du and his family start shooting at what they think is the monster, and it's not. And these two kids are hiding. And they're like, "Oh my god, why are they shooting?" And they're like, "I don't know." So there's this two little two little kids brothers that are looking for food. They're homeless yeah. or whatever. No family. Yeah. What do you call them? Um, orphans. The, the orphans, you know? yeah. And uh, funny enough, you guess where they end up at? They end up at the family food mart, the two little brothers. And they start kind of raiding the food mart. And you get into this conversation about the little, little one wants to steal the money. The older brother goes, we're not going to steal their money. And he goes, well, we're stealing their food. And he's like, we're not stealing. We have to eat. That's what's right, you know, yeah. like, but we can't steal their money. Yeah. So, you know, they're living by a set of principles, but they're starving. Yeah. And so they're eating a little bit. That makes sense, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And um, so they, what do they do? I think they get out and then the monster they, starts chasing yeah, those two Yeah, I was going to say, kids. they run into the monster and the monster starts chasing them. Right, yeah. just the two little brothers. Yeah. And, um, you know, then it's, this is a really cool scene because they're running towards a door to find safety. And as the door opens on the other side, you think it's going to be the two little boys, but it's like it cuts to the scene of where Gong Du now and his family are opening oh, up the door oh. <laughs> to the food mart. food mart so the two brothers are somewhere else and then the family comes into the food mart after these two little brothers have come and ransacked the place right yeah. and they start eating right? They so start, they're eating yeah. they're in silence um they're i love that scene they're oh eating, my god like the ramyun and all that like but do you remember what happens in that scene i was so confused i had to stop and replay it i was like wait is she really there so okay they're all eating in silence i i don't even know how they got my brain to not realize uh, Hyunsu was in that scene, and they were turning and feeding her. Do you do you, did you not catch that? So like okay, so they're all eating and it's very somber, it's very sad, and all of a sudden like Gangdu turns and Hyunsu is like standing right next to him and he starts giving her food uh, and then the aunt is giving her food and she's like eating 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 yeah it's the weirdest thing and um. And then I was like, wait, is she there? Did she sneak away? Because I thought like the movie was going to be silly. And then they all start screaming like, oh, my God, you're here. Well, she's not. They're just imagining it. Because then I think she's always there. Usually. 
Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. And so we know that she's not really there because then the scene cuts and we see the monster dropping none other than, sadly, the two brothers in the sewer. And uh, Hyunsu's like hiding again, like in that little duct area. Yeah. So she's playing dead. Actually, she's laying on the ground and she's playing dead at this point because she's, she was out in the open when the monster just like dropped down and he almost steps on her. She's collecting like drops of water, water to, to, drink. Hand, to drink mm-hmm. yeah yeah so she's still stuck down there and the two little brothers get dropped you don't know if they're dead or alive um and then we go back to the mart the food mart and gangdu's sleeping and the, again this is a very interesting scene where <laughs> the father is now telling us a little bit more about gangdu and he's telling us something about how he once was going gangdu as a very little boy they didn't have a lot of money as a family. And so uh, he was going around and kind of doing what these two little boys we just saw a second ago doing, which is rationalizing taking food from others in order to survive. survive. Okay. Because they didn't have enough food to feed him. And so what he's saying is like, we didn't raise him right. Um, or we didn't raise him healthy. And therefore we think that he's like, his growth was stunted and something happened to him. And that's why he falls asleep like this. This is why he's got like narcolepsy. So you guys need to be easier on him. And then the, the camera turns and <laughs> they're asleep. Like, so they're not even listening. And it's almost like he doesn't care. He goes on this. I'm not even kidding. You, it feels like a five minute scene in the movie, like a soliloquy about how uh, Gangdu had it, his life like not cut out very easy and you know how it's not his fault and da 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 and then this is the whole most hilarious thing we talked about this yeah, right yeah yeah and then, and then like the grandfather turns and it's his Gangdu's face like breaking the scene from the left side of the screen and he's like Dead awake. Yeah, dead awake. <laughs> looking through, like, what? Is that like the a, window? Like yeah, the window, because he sees the monster. Yeah. Like, drinking rainwater? No. What's it doing? No, no, no. I can't remember. He goes like this. <laughs> okay, so, like, he just goes like this, pops in a view, and he goes, like, it's staring at us. And then the grandfather slowly turns his head, and he looks out of the window, and this thing is just, like, not moving. But Gangdu sees rain it. Water. It's drinking rainwater. Are you water. sure? Yeah. Oh, because he was like, it's staring at us right now. Yeah. And so then um, they take one of their guns and ever so slightly, like, open up the window, right? Yeah. And then they point the gun out of the window. And then they start like, yeah, he's like, it's watching. Right. And he says that. Yeah. It says wa- it's watching. But then like. Well, Mickey just pulled it up. I it's watching it up us. Because if you look at it, right. Yeah. <laughs> this is the great or it's a podcast but we're like I'm showing you the thing it's like Mouth the mod's so open, open to this, yeah, yeah you're right okay. yeah, it's like drinking rainwater sure yeah. but clearly it's like I mean whatever I don't know what it's it's like playing or whatever it's doing Like he knows it's in there yeah. though right yeah. or he it knows that they're in there so they try to shoot at it a couple of times and this ins- this. oh I just saw it as like they're hunting him now and then like it's distracted the monster is distracted. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but. They shoot. They, they miss, shoot at it. Or they hit him. I don't, they they, they hit out. him a couple yeah. times. Yeah. And then because it comes towards yeah. them and he shoots him in its mouth and it makes the thing fall down on the ground. And so they walk out to it like idiots. And well, it, it tips the thing over. It tips over. the whole food thing, mart yeah, over. over. Yeah. And uh, so it's causing some crazy, you know, wreaking havoc for all of them. They're all awake, obviously. And uh, so he shoots at it in the mouth. 
it runs off and kind of drops and falls. So they they climb out of the food mart and it's laying down completely dead. And they shoot at it again. And when they shoot at it, it gets up like lively as ever and just runs away. So it's actually trying to get away from them for for this moment. And they take off chasing it and shooting at it. Like all of them have guns. They're all shooting at it as much as they can. It jumps up on the bridge. It's doing its acrobatic shit. It's flipping and flipping and flipping. And all of a sudden, the whole family runs out of ammo. Like almost at the same time. At this same moment, soldiers have heard all of the commotion. And of course, this is supposed to be a vacated area, but they hear these gunshots. So these people, these men on foot, I want to say, are coming up the river's edge, like under the bridge. And they're like, we have to kill this monster before this fucking military, you know, dudes interrupt us and take us back to the hospital, right? Or jail, right? And um, and not only that, but the the father or grandfather, whatever you want to call him, grabs the gun and goes, there's one more bullet left. You guys need to go. You need to run like I'm going to stay here and like I'm going to kill this motherfucker. And he was like this badass, like badass yeah, yeah. dad. Like I got this. Yeah. But then what happens? But then who steps up with a bow and arrow <laughs> and she's shooting at the monster from the side. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Remember? She pulls it. Like, every, all the boys have guns, and they're shooting at the monster. Yeah, yeah. And then, But she has a, she pulls out a bow and arrow. Right. And she starts shooting. Sure. Yeah. But, um, so, but what happens is, is he tells them all to run away, and they're all like... He miscounted. Well, so he, he tries to shoot. Miscounted. But then the, um, he can't, and then unfortunately, unfortunately, this is the next, this is the death of the scene that's like another sad scene. So the monster swoops down and basically just kills the fuck out of him and kills well, the dad. It and knocks him over. He pulls the trigger and it goes click, right? And then and then you see Dong 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 Ho. Gang Do. And he's like counting his finger. Like he goes, no, he miscounted. Like, yeah, there there's is no, no more, more bullets, bullets right? Yeah. So basically, this thing though, it's very clear that uh, the monster's so pissed off at them trying to attack it that it doesn't even want. The grandfather in his sewer, he just wants to kill him. So he takes him and he takes him by the tail. And you think he's going to take him back into the water, but he slams him onto the ground so hard that he just dies. So uh, then the monster jumps back into the water and swims away just as the soldiers are running up. And uh, the brother and sister run away, but the soldiers grab uh, uh, Gengdu. Yeah. It's sad. It is very sad. It's a very sad scene. They're all crying. They just lost their father. They don't want to leave his body. He's to- it's totally bloody, a bloody mess. And um, then we're like cut scene. And uh, this is also like, so now we're seeing that um, Bong Joon-ho like really wanted to make a statement about Americans, American military. And uh, we see that the American guy died of the virus on the news is what they're saying. And, oh, developed by the United States to fight this virus uh, is something that has been called Agent Yellow, which is obviously a throwback (laughs) to Agent Orange that we used in Vietnam and, uh, you know, in other places and which does terrible things to humans. And uh, so what it's saying is that the U.S. has developed Agent Yellow, which I'm like, I'm sorry. Do I have to be the one to say it? Is this is this to like show how? Like, I mean, the connotation with Asians, yellow, like, is this really to be, like, fu- as fucked up as, like, it sounds like it is? I don't know. That's you. You're making that conclusion. I, I'm yeah. just saying, like, <laughs> I, think it, I think it's saying, like, look how fucked up Americans are. I don't know. So they're saying, like, a, uh, Agent Yellow's been uh, created in that it's going to basically kill anything 
uh, alive within whatever radius if it's dropped and that they've used this once uh, and then it kills everything around and that they're going to use it on this monster in order to stop it. So the brother is, we don't know what happened to brother and sister, but brother uh, Nam-il is on a bus. Yeah. And he's hearing all this news and they're talking about his infected family again. And he's kind of laying low, obviously. Um, and that uh, Gangdu has been captured and, you know, that it's like to be celebrated that Gangdu has been uh, captured. And then it says something like the father has been killed, you know, like he's ex- he's gone. Mm-hmm. So he goes to this like dry cleaner place like and he's standing in an alley and there's a disinfectant spray coming out of the fucking like restaurant <laughs> or the, the dry cleaning place. And he kind of stands in it. Uh, so everyone's cautious about this virus that everybody keeps telling them about he sees this wanted poster with all of their faces on it and then he sees a college friend this college friend is there to meet him who has information how to find his niece Niece, a little bit better than what they were doing before and he goes i can't believe you didn't call me before dude something about like cell phone like triangular he he goes look i can find the call that your niece placed to your brother and i can triangulate and tell you where within a 200 yard radius where it came from so then you can zone in on the right sewers you dumbass he's Mm -hmm. like how come you didn't come to me before he goes was your real and he was mocking them he goes was your really was your family really that stupid to just go searching around every sewer like you're never gonna find her why would you guys you guys are so dumb and and it's clear that this was a college friend who made it in life he works in a high tower. He's got a good job. At some point, they even talk about his salary being like, what, seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 a year um, in American says, dollars. That's his debt. Credit card and debt he goes, well, I have, I have a debt. Yeah. And so, again, foreshadowing of what's to come. But um, basically, he takes him to this building, and he goes like this. Look, I found at least, like, he's showing them, he's showing them that he can find the call. He found the call. And he goes... But in order for me to triangulate it, I need this password, my boss's password. And it's over here in this office. Let me go get it. <laughs> and this motherfucker. Yeah. Do you know? What all those, you mean those, um, it's a trap with all those people? Yeah. In itself, yeah. So it's a ton yeah. of people that want to bring in the brother and sister yeah. in order to collect the wanted yeah. money. All right. Which is pretty sad because this is his best friend from college and he's conspiring against him. And they keep asking him, and you know that there's something up because he keeps asking him where Namjoo is. So he's like, where's your sister? And he's like, why do you keep asking me where my sister is? So you know something's up. And then when yeah. he goes in, he's like, so I don't know where the sister is, but he's here. He's right over there. In the meantime, he's like waiting well, he's at the get, computer. And he, he gets some information down, right? From like the there's location. A, well, there's, yeah. a, there's a post-it note and it has the password. And he's like, well, wait, the password's right here. So he types it in and he gets the location. Yeah. Well, and just as just as he is All realizing basically that there's a bunch out. of people to get him, I guess at some point I must have missed it. But they talked about how slippery he is to get and how like he used to play a lot of tricks or whatever in college. And long story short, he evades like 20 people trying to capture his ass and he gets out and he locks them all well, in this big like office takes, building. He takes a paper clip and then takes a power like short he like circuit. short starts like the thing turns power all the surge. lights off and that's how you like it yeah escapes. locks them all in yeah. he escapes as yeah. just as he's running out onto the streets in the dark the cops are coming and everyone else finally comes out and he's hiding um and he's hiding by <laughs> hanging over the side of a bridge <laughs> all right so they're all like looking around for him and he's trying to make no noise and he's trying not to fall and just as they walk away he falls and he falls really far so much so that it knocks him out Kind of, all right? So he's like fucked. He's fucked himself. He's like fallen so hard it hurts. But he opens up his phone and he has just enough time before he passes out 
to text Nam Il, where he doesn't even know where she's at, by the way. And he says, Hyunsu is in this like he gives her the exact location. location. So we have where Hyunsu is now. So uh, it's called One uh, One Hill Bridge. Did I do, <laughs> did I kill that? Did I kill that one, Mink? So uh, Namju, oh, no, we it's been, it's been a while since I watched. It. Yeah. So anyway, Namju wakes up in a cubby hole. By the way, I think I'm telling more of this, and I feel bad. I keep looking at you, like if you want to. No, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't want it to just be my voice. That's very you annoying. Just watched it. And it's fresh for you. I, I wanted you to watch it, rewatch it, so it's fresh for you. But um, so Namju wakes up, and wh- where she is is um, imagine like the huge metal. Uh, I'm so bad about architecture, but like the metal uh, joists that keep like bridges up. She is literally sleeping in a tiny little hole inside of a huge industrial metal joist on the top of a bridge. Okay, so she's hiding in this tiny little cubby hole. She wakes up. And she starts searching again for Hyunsu. So she's still out there looking for her all by herself. Remember, Gangdu's arrested. Dad's dead. Brother's doing whatever he's doing. And now he's passed the fuck out under a bridge because he fell to almost a certain death. And she, um, so she goes to the food stand. She cleans up. She eats a bit. She charges her phone. And when her phone turns on, she sees that she has a phone call missed from her brother and a, a text message. Because he texted her. He was smart enough to text her the, the location. So she starts running like Forrest fucking Gump. And um, calls Gangdu and, and like everyone is screaming pretty much like in their own relative locations. She's like, um, we know where she's at. We know where she's at. And at this moment in time, she sees the monster. And she's got her bow and arrow, as you said before. And... So it's one on one. It's her against the monster and she aims at it and it's coming towards her and she aims and knocks her out. She blows it just like she did on the television uh, for the Olympic. Yeah, It knocks her bow and arrows off of her hands. And And it knocks knocks her like into a even tighter little teeny cubby hole where the monster can't get to her. Right. But she's knocked out, passed out. Right. Yeah. Unconscious. So she choked. She choked. When and it mattered. Gangdu is in quarantine and the doctors are injecting um, an anesthetic in him and he's like freaking out, right? <laughs> freaking out. And they're all completely confused because all of the anesthetic that they've given him won't knock him out. It will not knock him out. And it's it's a really terrible scene because he now knows that Hantu is definitely alive. He's telling them, look, I've told you guys before she's alive. Now I know she's alive and I know where she's at. Why is no one listening to me? Meanwhile, all they're trying to do is start this tissue sampling. Again, in walks what? another uh, American, doctor. American doctor. American doctor. And yeah. he's speaking English. And he has like a he's cross-eyed. He's cross-eyed. He's that actor. <laughs> he's in a lot of things, actually. I don't know his name and I can't even tell you exactly what he's in, but he's in a lot of things. So he's cross-eyed and he walks in and he's like, there, because the Korean doctors are treating Gangdu like shit. All right, so he comes in, and you think he's gonna be the saving grace. You think he's gonna be the shining fucking knight on you know a horse that's gonna go and help him get to his daughter. He walks in, and he goes like this: "Stop what you're doing to this man right now! Stop what you're doing! Get off of him! You're treating him terribly!" And he walks up, and he goes, "Tell me what's going on." And basically, Gangdu goes. I know where my daughter is and she's been missing and I know where she's at. And he tells him the whole story and the doctor goes, why didn't you just say so? And he goes, I've said so, so many times and nobody's been listening to me. And he goes, 
well, you should have called a human rights activist. You should have called the police. You should have called the news. Yeah. And he's like, why didn't you tell somebody? And he's just screamed like, nobody has listened. And all of a sudden, this is just the saddest. This is, again, like another horror movie moment, right? Where it's like, you think he's, all hope is, or like hope is there, and then you realize all hope is lost. Yeah. Because then he turns and he goes, wow, the virus really must have taken his brain over. It, clearly, his frontal lobe has really been affected. He's tapping. He's like tapping onto the front of the brain. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, he, his head. He yeah. clearly has full-blown dementia. And then they like, they like put him in this like harness right like as brain, he's, but brain as, search like brain cutting her harness okay yeah. so he's in a brain cutting harness at <laughs> the same time that you also hear this american doctor say to all of the people around him also keep this quiet this is very confidential but that military guy that died of that virus hey it was no virus that he contracted from the monster we know that there's actually we there's no like um, airborne or physical contact virus. But but we do think maybe we should go in and check Gongdu's brain for just in case like it's a brain virus. Gongdu hears him say no virus and even though he can't speak English, he knows what no virus means. So you hear him trying to say like no virus? No virus? And he's like let me go then Freaking and he's out. screaming yeah. and but he's strapped down. Strapped down. And it's so his sad. head strapped down. And yeah, then yeah. it's like sick. They start drilling into his brain. And he's supposed to be passed out and they're all like he should really be passed out and he's not. He's totally <laughs> awake. So it's it's awful, but it's also yeah. like dampened by the silliness of this Silly, whole thing. Yeah. So uh, Hyunsu is now with uh, the little Hyunso. brother. I'm sorry? Hyunsu. Hyunsu yeah. is now with the little brother of the two brothers. <laughs> what? I'm like correcting you. No, it's not Hyunsu. It's Hyunsu. Hyunsu. Yeah. Uh, so sh- they're talking about like all the food that they would eat if they could eat again because they're starving. They are literally starving well, now. Yeah. We have to say that one, the one of the days. kids one of the kids the little, is alive. The little one. Yeah. The little one yeah. is alive. And they're yeah. talking about and he's literally like talking about all kinds of food he's like he's like Bubba Gump and Forrest Gump talking about like all the kinds of shrimp he's like I'd eat this I'd eat that I'd eat this and he's the cutest little kid and uh she's like you know what I would want if I could have one thing she's like a cold beer which is hilarious (laughs) um and so they start talking a little because that's the last thing she had the last thing she had with her dad which is super sad right then you find out that this little brother and his older brother have no home and then he goes and I have no brother um, because he doesn't know that his other brother is actually there. Um, but so we see that Han So is very clever. She starts taking all the clothes off of all these people and tying a big rope together. And she ties it to a... There's a, a nice stick. Uh, uh, like a, a baton, like a, yeah. right? Like a cop's nice, baton. Nice stick, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's basically a sewer grate. Like a, a half of the almost the sky above them is covered by a sewer grate. And so she keeps trying to throw it up. And like she, a hook. And she does. Yeah. She gets the baton to fall into one of the little holes, and then they have a, a tall rope, but it's, too, it's, it's too short. a little too short. Yeah. Well, she throws it on there, hooks it, but then now she can't she reach can't the rope. She can't jump to reach yeah. it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, God, they're so close, but yet so far. So um, the monster then comes back, and she they run into that little cubby hole, and it's throwing up bones and tons of bones, <sighs> like just like spewing bones bones from its mouth into this pit which is disgusting and horrible to think about like two little kids seeing this skulls and everything and it's just barfing and barfing and barfing and all of a sudden a beer drops out of its barf and like drops on the ground which is hilarious and then it jumps jumps down and actually tries to get them in the hole in the wall but it can't get to them right and then uh so you're like what's gonna happen to these two um 
So Gong Du has holes in his head. It's post-surgery. There's a nurse taking blood out of him, like from the... From yeah. something, but he's like even more dazed, right? He's like catatonic. Like, 100%. He almost like it's like when someone cuts like a frontal lobe from a, a, a lobotomy. Yeah, lobotomy. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's as if he's been lobotomized. He's staring forward, and oh, guess what? But then, guess what? Da, 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 he's pretending. So the second that she's like pulled the syringe away from him with his blood in it, this virus blood, if you will, he grabs that fucking thing out of her hand, turns her around, and all the other doctors and nurses are around, and she's like, and he's like, hostage. she's taking a hostage. He's like, get yeah. back, let me out, or else she's gonna get all this blood in her face. Like I'm gonna yeah. shoot all my viral blood. viral blood yeah. in her, and so they're all freaking out, and they do. They open up the doors, and he walks out into this very strange. They're, they're like in the middle of a field with lights and um, tons of people just like sitting. It's like scientists and researchers in a vacant field. And he gets out and um, there's men everywhere. And he's just like screaming, he's got the virus. Like, I'll shoot all of you. And he's like pointing the syringe to everybody and <laughs> everyone's gun. freaking out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he goes, give me that ambulance yeah. right now. So it all works out. He gets in the ambulance. He starts zooming away. Right. Snap to the brother waking up. The brother up. waking up uh, like under a bridge. Under the bridge that he fell from. Yeah, yeah. Because he fell bombs, from it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there's a homeless dude. Yeah. Again, ridiculous scene. He has a ton of soju bottles around him. And again, I'm just trying to make this a little faster, but they have a funny exchange. But quickly, the uncle, this drunk uncle who knows all about soju, realizes he can make Molotov, Molotov cocktails. cocktails. Right. <laughs> so why not? So he goes, hey, I need some of your soju bottles. He's like, and I have to get down to, you know, whatever that bridge was called. And then the fucking like... So I get a homeless guy takes a soju bottle and like hits him up the head and he goes, I don't even know why you did that. But he was like, well, I don't have anything else to do. So let's go. So the two of them get in the back of a freaking taxi with all these soju bottles. And he's like, quickly get us to, you know, whatever this bridge is called, where my niece is. And him and the homeless dude are making a bunch of Molotov cocktails yeah. in the backseat of this taxi. Uh, and then d- and our main character, Gangju, is, is Gang getting really is- close. Is now down there. He's like running yeah. under the bridge. He's running under yeah. the bridge. Uh, at this point, Hanso is uh, with the little kid, and the kid is passed out, like knocked out, right? And she's like, "Well, no, no, no. They're sleeping in the little hole, right?" So what we see is well, when, when we left them, the monster was trying to get to them right. and couldn't. Now we see that the monster's sleeping down below, on top of uh, right underneath of where she built but the rope. But there's of something clothes. wrong with him. The kid. He's like either. Well, he's. Sick, sick or, or hasn't eaten anything yeah right, totally so, like, yeah. so they're 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 like on their way out of this world if they don't eat something soon and get out of there so she sees an opportunity well, they're, yeah they're losing time time totally yeah. so she sees hyunso sees an opportunity to run up the monster's back and jump and grab the clothes <laughs> well she grabs the beer can first right no yeah she Grabs the beer can, she throws it on the monster. Oh right, to right, see right, if right. it wakes up. Right, and yeah. it doesn't. Doesn't, yeah. Which was really ballsy of her. And then she goes back to the little boy in the hole, and she goes, "I'm gonna go do something, and I'm gonna go get us help." But what Could I you need- do that? Could you, like, if you were in a dire straits no. like that, like, if no. post yourself up from a rope? No, you don't I know have how to climb no, a rope. No, it's that was easy. the worst thing in gym class. Are you kidding me? You don't have to. It's all in your legs. That was embarrassing. It's all in your legs. Okay, well, let me tell you. If she has to grab by her arms and there's nothing to grab her legs onto, then I'm also dead. Like, it's never going to happen. I have, like, uh, when we talk about scenes where people have to hang like yeah. that, or my grip, 
no, it's never going to happen. I will die. It's happened. <laughs> the death is ha- happening very quickly. You'd be like, I'm going to eat this monster instead. I just like yeah, sushi. Right? I'm like, cut right. into him. Right, it's right. <laughs> um, so she's very ballsy and she takes a she takes a jump at it. Like she runs up and she grabs the clothes and she's hanging from it. And this is a really cool scene. Because she's hanging there and you're like, start climbing, little girl. Start climbing, little girl. And it's and, really weird. Yeah. Because you know how high up in the air she is. And all of a sudden, her hands come off of the clothes, and you just see her like moving back in the air. And, and then the camera pans out, and the tail has wrapped around her, and it's just slowly taken her away from the clothes, which sucks. And then, um, yeah, and lets her down. Lets right? her down yeah. really easily, sets her down on her feet very, very so softly. And then she walks back, and she's kind of like... Looks at the little kid. And, and she goes, I need you to go get in that hole, and I need you, whatever happens next... Peeing. He peed his pants. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, whatever happens next, because she knows she might die. She yeah. knows that this monster might eat her. Yeah. And she goes, whatever happens next, I need you to hide in that hole and don't come out. Do not look at me. Don't come out. But he does. He's standing there the whole time, <laughs> right? Because he doesn't want her to go. He's a scared little tiny child. And, uh, well, sadly, uh, she, she, well, she like sees a spider crawling up her arm. Remember well, that was that? what made yeah. her think about like, oh, I can run and climb on top of him, I think, right? N- well, anyway. No, this is after. Well, yeah, I yeah. think I've gotten ahead. So I think, um, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So she's like, she screams at him to like get in the hole. All right. And then um, just at that moment, we don't know what happened. All right. So she tries to run up him and then the scene cuts. And what, what we see now is her father, Gong Du, comes upon the hole he finds the hole that she's been living in and guess what there's nothing down there she and he sees the clothes rope hanging the monster's not there you don't even see any bodies you just see a bunch of bones Bones. and it's really sad because then he doesn't he get down there he gets or he oh we cut his aunt no 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 he looks at one of the piece of clothing and he sees her name on it. So it was her little jacket or whatever that it was. So he sees her name and he starts screaming because then he knows that she was down there. And at that moment, the he monster, sees the monster. Yeah. And the monster's like above him and it's running and her arm is that's hanging right, out of his that's mouth. Right, that's right, that's right. So we know that she got snatched up. We don't know where the little boy is, but we know that she got snatched up and her arm is hanging out of his mouth. At this moment in time, uh, Namju wakes up wakes from up. being in that little place that he knocked her unconscious and she grabs her bow and arrow yes and now keep in mind as all three siblings are nearing finding they're uh, coming together there's protesters now every there was a news there was a quick flash of the news saying that there's a ton of protesters protesting against the u.s government or the u.s military i'm sorry that are about to release this thing called agent yellow and so there's all these protesters being like you can't drop it on us like don't kill humans so like we're gonna (laughs) hold hands and stay here on the river's edge don't do it so they've broken through they've talked about how they got through the biohazard that's a social message totally 100 um so anyway they are lined up along the river there's tons of people um at this point nam il also shows up all right uh agent yellow is released like this all starts happening really fucking fast but agent yellow is now in the air onto the people onto the people And, protesters. Uh, just as Gang uh, is jumping into the river to get below, because remember he's like yeah. he's like up high on this bridge. So uh, because he sees this thing swimming, and he knows that his daughter is in this monster's mouth. So he's like trying to get to the monster, and he's screaming. This is so sad. He keeps screaming, "Daddy's here! Daddy's here! Like I'm here for you. I'm gonna get you!" It and it 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 drops. 
uh, yeah, it drops. And um, well, he jumps in the water. Well, yeah, he jumped in the water to go swim after it. So how how come he didn't die? Like the other guy was committing suicide off the bridge too. I know, right? <laughs> it's all the way you jump in, I guess. I don't know. But um, so Gangdu grabs uh, Hyun So out of the monster's mouth, like when he gets up to the monster. And guess what? She's dead. I'm sorry to tell you guys, but she's dead. She's literally dead. Like, they don't even play around. It's just like, you know, she's out. And also, like, uh, that little boy, um, whatever his name is, he was also in this guy's ma- or the monster's mouth. So it, yeah. he's his little body's there, too. It's pandemonium again. Uh, Agent Yellow is clouding the air. It's a yellow haze everywhere. People are falling with blood coming out of their ears and eyes and nose. And so, everyone's trying to get to the monster, meaning the, so the you're right. family. So you're right. It is, that part, I think, is practical effect. There's no way that was CG when they're pouring the kid out. They're right. pouring them out. Right. Yeah, that was Can't just, be, yeah. right? So um, <clears throat> anyway, at this moment in time, uh, Namju and Nam-il, the aunt and uncle, are both crying. All right, because they see her dead body. They all come up at the same time together. They meet at the same time. The protesters yeah. are all, like, falling on the ground, screaming, uh, the uncle then begins to throw Molotov cocktails at the monster. All right. Uh, Gangdu well, grabs a what? Yeah. Well, and then like the, don't they? The agent yellow is dropped onto the monster as well. At this point yeah. in time, agent yellow now is like massively being dropped just on yeah. the monster. And, and we should have said they're on the little like place under the bridge. So like yeah. they jumped from the bridge. They swam a little. He got up under the little place under the bridge. And that's where everybody's at. So the Agent Yellow is being dropped directly on top of the monster as uh, Uncle is throwing Molotov cocktails at it. Gongdu, the dad, grabs a street sign. And remember when I said there was some foreshadowing when the, the grandfather said, if an animal kills a child, a parent should rip that monster from limb to limb. So we see Gongdu like just going ape shit, right? So he grabs... Well, people are also like puking blood too who's uh, the right. inhaled totally yeah like they're bleeding from yeah. their ears and everything so he starts spearing the monster the dad does with the this like street sign that he grabs and grabs yeah. out of the ground which we saw what him do was, early in the movie sign? huh what was the street sign what kind of street i have sign? no idea couldn't tell you <laughs> uh then the, then we see like the molotov cocktail that the uncle's about to throw he drops it too soon but then like to save the day is the homeless dude up like on a higher level right yeah and what does he do he pours, he pours a big-ass thing of gasoline, like, on, because he's above the monster. He pours a big-ass thing of gasoline. And it's burning. On, and, and then the uncle tries to throw the cocktail, and he misses. But guess who comes to save the day? Guess the, who gets her fucking, like, moment? Boy and arrow to the eye. So there's fire um, from some other Molotov cocktail. So she sticks her arrow in it, and then she shoots and throws this, you know, there's shoots this. dramatic this. moment where she takes it down. Yeah, like she pulls it back and she finally like lets go, and it gets it right in yeah. its eye. Although I have to say, what? Few hours late. Yeah. Nami, I mean, you know, what's her name again? Um, Namjoo. Yeah, you could have saved your niece <laughs> if you would let go the first. I think time, that's the whole maybe. point. Like I nobody know, could have, nobody could save her, but now they're all like taking revenge on this thing, right? So yeah. she shoots the fire arrow in its eye, and then this thing 
totally catches on fire because it was drowned in gasoline by the other guy, the homeless dude, runs towards the water. Gangdu's not going to let that yeah. happen, though. So he, he intercepts off, it with yeah. it, which was with a, awesome. With the street sign, yeah. And he's holding it with, like, the palm of his hand. And it's like his whole body and all of his might is holding up against the, the massive force of this monster so much so he that... Shoves the, it. In, yeah. Sh- yeah, shoving shoves it. it in his mouth. Into yeah. the mouth. Yeah. And uh, you think that Gangdu is going to get pushed into the water, but just as that happens, it, everything stops. And so you know that the monster has lost its momentum and it falls over and it dies. Like burns, yeah. And it's gross looking too. It's very gross. And at this it's moment, like a fish. Uh, yeah, well, a I mean, it, fish. it's a mutated yeah. fish. Yeah, because that was the whole thing. They dumped the formaldehyde yeah. in the river. So they see. Um, it's like Simpsons fish. The Simpsons. Yes, it is. <laughs> so essentially, um, literally. Uh, everything that everybody's been working for, it just, they saw it get taken from them right before their eyes. Like Hanso died right there. But then um, the dad, while aunt and uncle are mourning over the body of Hanso, like sh- uh, the dad, Gangdu, g- goes over and he grabs the little body of the little boy. And he's saying like, were you with her? Were you with, uh, you yeah. know, Han- Hanso? And um, shaking him wakes him up. So this little kid actually was still alive. And he she saved him. him. She saved him. I don't know how, but it's, that's the message, right? She it's sort message. of saves him, yeah. Yeah. And then he saves him because he, says, he, he shakes him enough to get like... Who are you? He goes, who are you? Yeah. And he hugs him, yeah. basically, and picks him up and walks over. And that's the end of that scene. So um, she definitely doesn't come back. There's no like alternative story here. But the ending is very interesting. And I, I'd love to hear your take on it. But essentially, we see snow, which... Okay, I'm an idiot, but I didn't really know it snowed like that in Korea. Really? Yeah. Oh. It was like totally white, totally yeah. white out. Uh, he's in the food mart, dead at night, uh, he being Gangdu, and he's staring out of the window just like the beginning of the movie, right? But it's nighttime, and nobody's around. Completely different hair. Completely different hair. He has it now cut Time really tight. Passed. Yeah, his hair's dark. <laughs> he Clearly, he's have... like cleaned up his life yeah, because yeah. he's cleaned up his hair, right? Oh. Um, and he's in, he's. Uh, has a gun. He has a gun, remember? He, he, see, gu- yeah, he sees something, something out. And out remember, this is the same window and the same view where he saw the thing staring yeah. at them back when his dad and he were in the mart. So he grabs a gun, locks the window, and, then and he, he keeps staring at but there's nothing out there. And he lays back down, and then we see that he has taken... Well, he's not laying down. He's sitting up. But well, No, but he does, but then he lays down next to... He covers up the little boy, see Joe? Yeah, but he... And then he's okay. making food. He does. You're right. Okay. Yeah. But he he lays down next oh. to him for a little okay. bit, and then it cuts. Okay, okay. and then he starts making. Got it, got yeah, it. Yeah. So he starts making a ton of food, like ramen and like all kinds <laughs> of hot food, and like uh, you know, the, there's like a feast, and the little boy um, wakes up, and the, there's a television dead dead square in the middle of the table with you know the two of them on either <laughs> side, yep. and the TV is talking about the virus. Incident, yeah. And it's again like is this virus even real or is this bullshit that the military's feeding us? And he turns and he just it's about to discuss like how all of this happened and on the news and as soon as that comes out of the news reporter's mouth, he just turns the TV off and the two of them are just eating. Yep. And and the little boy is so happy. The he, little boy says, "Can you turn the TV off so we can concentrate on eating?" Can we concentrate yeah. on eating? And uh, and that's it's it. A, it's a it's a happy story, but at the same time, it's a, a tragic, yeah, totally it's tragic story. story. Yeah, but it's interesting that they used this mechanism of like giving him another child almost to start over and try again and like do it better this time. It's very interesting to me. 
I don't know yeah. what that's all about. Like, why was that the story? Why did that? Why was that the end of the story? Like, why wasn't it Hansu that to saving his daughter Hansu that he right. could just save his daughter and saving try his again? I, yeah. Why did we have to have that tragedy just to turn around and be like, oh, it's a happy ending with this little boy at least? Like that this little oh, and not only that, I think, I think that's hit, just I think that's just part of like um, a being a melodramatic movie, totally. Yeah, you know, and then and then giving at the same time like instead of being a just a bummed out movie at the end, mm-hmm. just, and it's just simple as giving a happy story, I right? And, and then saying that hey. He's changed. Yeah. You know, because you're right. Because uh, you could have done that without the kid. You could have done it with. Totally. Hyun so. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing I could think of is that, um, you know, it, the fact that they drew a parallel between Gangdu being this little teeny boy who was malnourished and never had any food to eat and he was stealing from people. And then now this little other boy that he saved and he was living the same kind of life that now it's almost like the little him. Uh, yeah, it's you forced. Know? I think it's that totally if, forced. If, yeah, if you do that, because it doesn't really. Because why? Because the if you go by the you're just the basic storyline of plot, like he's the he's the hero, uh-huh. and his whole thing is to save the daughter. Right. But he fails, and he fails. Yeah, he fails. He doesn't save the daughter, right? But he's still a hero at the end of the story, and he's been a well, hero all along. Well, he's damaged hero, right? He is. But I mean, but, think about it. In the beginning, as we said, he was trying so hard to save other people when the monster started no. first attacking. He's been running towards this thing the entire movie while everyone else was trying to keep him away. Yeah. So he's been truly like the, a hero inside the whole time. You know, maybe it's sort of sim- it's maybe it's a symbolism of being reborn right yeah. and that's him being reborn yeah um uh, across the table right yeah um I, I i just don't think that did his daughter's sacrifice needed to for him to do that I, i'm not sure if that's that's a good question right i'm not right it's debatable i think yeah um uh, because it was sad because it, it, you kind of grew liking her Oh yeah, and how like how powerful and how strong she, a female as a little character. girl. You mean the little girl? Yeah, right? little yeah, girl. Totally. She was even more, you know. And then, and I wish I, you could. We could have seen like the uncle and the aunt there as well. Mm-hmm. Like because like they were this uh, odd family, you know. And but they were at the same time like they were lovable too. Right. Like they were this. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when a family sort of like. Um, uh, uh, you know, just kind of wacky like that. Just yeah. there's, a, there's a term for it. I can't. I can't. It's, um, the words not coming to my mind right now. But when and and it's like and but they're still lovable family, like, right. like the Simpsons, right? Sure. It's basically it's basically what that what that is. Yeah. And um and I wish there wasn't tragedy. I wish we had seen the other two how they were living afterwards. Sure. Too, because they were important as well. They were. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just all about him and his yeah, daughter. Yeah, it's weird that it yeah. kind of just ended with them in mourning yeah. and then yeah. we never got to really see them again. Although they did show, actually, this is the way that they did it. I don't know if you remember this, but as he's cooking food, they're showing the walls and there's more photos up on the wall, which we saw oh, in the beginning. Right? Yeah. And yeah. so I, I want to say that there were some photos of, they were showing old photos. Yeah. Like of uh, the aunt standing with Hyun So. And, um, but then they also had. Uh, I think they had other photos of the family up too. I want to say, if I remember correctly, oh, they did. Okay. They did make a point to show f- the family photos. Oh. But and like anyway, the new family photo, like a new family I photo. Don't see, I don't know okay. now. It could have been some new and some old ones. But um, yeah. So. So that gun that he does. The gun that he does. It, that holds up at the end mm-hmm. is his father's gun. Right. Yeah. 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 
Um, so it was, I mean, so what'd you think? It was good, right? I mean, the effects yeah. was believable. Um, yeah, I must say, um, I, you know, I like I said, the very very first introduction to the monster looks ridiculous, and then from there forward, it was pretty good. It yeah. looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, I I just I think that the to me, uh, I don't know. I I. Part of me is really happy that we do this. Part of me is like really happy that I started to break outside of watching things that were just accessible in terms of like American horror. I think I really enjoy getting a, just like when we talked to uh, Maddie Doe from mm-hmm. you know, the, the director of the, uh, the Laotian film that we watched, uh, Dear Sister, me getting like a little insight into uh, just the feelings about cultural or socioeconomical or whatever it is, uh, you know, things that are happening within different cultures. Like that's very interesting to me. And I think horror movies, we've talked about this before. They're always making a statement about what's going on in life at the time, no matter what country you're living in. And it's like, I've only just grown up really watching mostly mainstream Hollywood films. So this one was very enjoyable to me because I think that, um, Bong Joon-ho did a really good job telling a really interesting story in a very different way than what I'm used to. And, um, Clearly, he's passionate about the stories he tells. So, you know, I just I, I enjoyed it for that. Uh, so I'm glad that you picked it to to prove that CGI is good because I just I took, <laughs> I took more away from it, I guess, than you trying to prove prove CGI is good. Hey, I'd be honest with you. I was um, uh, having a little difficult time um, finding one. And even though I watched this movie multiple times, it was a long time ago since I've seen it. Um, and that's why, like, part of the storytelling, I was like kept quiet because I was like I don't remember this part <laughs> I know I feel really bad people that I, you heard my like, voice most of the time it was like years since I and at one point I had to pull it up and like uh, and then and look <laughs> at it on Netflix next time Mickey will do his homework and watch it again well, I, you know, actually this is the first movie that yeah. one of us has seen it what like all the oh, other movies we've oh, covered we neither together. of us have seen it yeah, and yeah. this is the first one that you saw you've seen it before yeah but you just didn't. You made the mistake of not rewatching it fully before yeah. we did this. So, um, uh, but I, know I, re- wha- I remember being enjoyable. I remember being uh, uh, at the time um, the storytelling wise, even if for a Korean film, I thought it was like like it was different. And I it just goes to show you that the director had innate talent that he was about to be this big international yeah. star, mm-hmm. right? And which he ended up becoming years later. Um, and he's he's and he the way he was able to translate these sort of k- Korean um, comedic storytelling mm-hmm. to American um, uh, genre films oh, 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 like yeah. like Snow Snowpiercer yeah eventually and then to Okja right oh, you should watch Okja and see like because while this was a just straight up Korean actors and, and that one is fifty fifty yeah. Um, and it's interesting because mm-hmm. some of the characters um, are way too, like, wacky. Over the top. Well, Tilda Spe- Swinton, well, I'm sure Jake of it already. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. Because Tilda Swinton but, was already, like, kind of nuts in Snowpiercer. I mean, she's but she was, But right? she was great in Snowpiercer. Yeah, he loves yeah, yeah. her, by the way. He, like... Clearly. Yeah. But she, um, I can, I just from the trailers I've seen, she's over the top yeah. in Okja. So, anyway, yeah. yeah. It's good. Um, it's good, uh, but I can see why that movie um, splits yeah. uh, people's opinion. Oh wait, like, which one? 
Okja. Okja? Yeah. Some oh. people don't like it at really? all. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I just, I pulled up a, uh, an article and I'm just glancing through it. It was put out in 2013 on com, but um, it's a really good article about this film and it looks like it's drawing some of the same conclusions or whatever it was that we were saying before. Um, and I just wanted to point this one out that what they're saying is that the monster represents a dual threat from both within and without. While it was born from the recklessness of the U.S. military, it also serves to draw out the tensions within the family and expose their individual failures. So, yeah, it's totally interesting. And I think they also comment about how most of uh, Bong Joon-ho's films have a clear anti-authoritarian sentiment, which totally Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer like yeah. 100%. And I'm imagining Okja is about that, too. Yeah. I mean, they're creating, like, a big animal, right, to eat and feed the world, but it's, like... Uh, you know, I'm well, getting was, this just there, from the trailer. There was, like a, there was like a separate group that's against. There was like a you know, the like inhumanity a, of this yeah, like a pe- creature, like a right? Peta type group. Sure, yeah. it makes sense. But it's all about anti-authoritarianism, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. So, I think he seems to be a, a great filmmaker, and I'm you know I'm excited to see Okja. I'm excited to see what's making people kind of polarized about uh, that film, and I'm excited to see what else he does next. You should, yeah, you should also watch uh, Mother. Mother. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll do. The tone, the tonality of that film. I'm not sure if you get like, so like how, um, a Korean female character, especially like a mother figure like that, mm-hmm. um, in that, um, in Korean movies like that, well, he just flips it, mm. right? Mm-hmm. There's sort of seen as like this. I wouldn't say helpless, but, um, uh. Uh, not of a not a strong character, right. but like you know, um, a good, like your traditional mother figure, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, he flips that um, on its head in this movie, and it's um, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I'll and check it out. She looks like my mom. And she looks like my mom. I was like, I even so I even when I when I first saw the trailer for that movie, and I was like, I sent that trailer to my sister. I was like, like this she looks like her mom. <sighs> and she's like, oh my gosh, she does. But, and, but she's a super famous actress. Yeah, like yeah. she's been acting for years in Korea. Huh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll watch it. So what are we going to watch next? We have not talked about watch, this. We can watch. You could do, we could do, okay, so one thing we can do. Wasn't there something that we wanted to watch? Well, right? well we could do Life and we could do Aliens. <gasps> Let's or, do that. Let's well, do hold on, let me, fin- let me finish okay, my Okay, sorry. Or since you brought up the fact that, hey, I've seen this movie and then... What I haven't. Calling? You haven't? So I can finally go ahead and watch Martyr. <gasps> and then Ooh. I can talk about Martyr as you. Martyrs. Is it? With, uh, Martyrs. Martyrs. Yeah. Okay. Let's watch the French one, though, because I, w- I refuse to watch the American one. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. I, I wasn't. No, I know yeah, you weren't. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying I refuse. Yeah. Uh, that so we can do one. Martyrs. So. Um, it's such a good movie. How about this? And we'll I haven't we'll seen leave it, it up to years. Look, how about this? We'll leave it up to the listeners. Um the three people right who, they do the have three a week because <laughs> next week will be our horror con listen, yeah. so listen do us a favor or either on our Facebook Vote. email which is onefinalscare at gmail.com yep or Facebook onefinalscare Instagram onefinalscare yep drop us a line and say hey review Martyr or review Alien and Life together uh-huh. um, let us know and um, or tell us to watch yeah. something else yeah or that or just throw a wrench in it. Why don't you? Just throw a wrench in it. Why not? <laughs> we like that. 
So, yeah. Um, so we miss you guys. And uh, sorry we were gone for a couple of weeks. But and this is probably our longest episode. We have to say <laughs> it's a really long fucking movie. And we walked into this being like, we got to cover movie, it quick. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and I know we had a lot of stuff to cover in the beginning. So we hope you stuck through to this very, very end. Cool. So and it is getting late. It is a weeknight. So, um, it's a this school is, night. This is Minky signing off. This is Tracy. Good night. Mm-hmm.